welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my crazy sidekick, my wackadoo, my fire master, Master John! I am the master of fire. I'm a dragon. I'm a dragon, (laughs) and I love it. (laughs) Okay. Um. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just kind of like hmm. yeah. I'm not a real dragon but I'd like to pretend so today John we found something very interesting to talk about we did it's the BDSM beginner's guide to therapy <laughs> no spanking therapy oh spanking therapy so we get to spank people and feel good about it mm-hmm. alright I always feel good about it <laughs> As long as I'm not the one being spanked. Oh, are you sure? I don't like it. Uh, I like to spank, though. A lot of people like it. They do. A lot of people like it. You know, there's an actual um, spanking, specific spanking dungeon just in New York for that. We had a friend one time. We had a dinner party, and she came over. It was her first time here. And... uh, one of your guests gave her a spanking, and she said it was the best spanking she'd ever had. Well, my, my, my. Yeah, so some people really do like it. But therapy, what is that about? Well, you know, a therapy is done by a therapist, hence. We're therapists. Yeah, All pretty right. much. <laughs> well, Healthline.com has an article here about Beginner's Guide to Spanking Therapy. And it says, erotic, painful, punitive. These are some of the ways you might describe a good old bum whooping. But therapeutic? Well, that's the idea behind spanking therapy. Okay. And it says, while it always involves bum bumping, what qualifies as spanking <laughs> therapy is up for debate. <laughs> bum bumping. <Okay. laughs> I like that. You like bum buck, don't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> spanking therapy is any BDSM spanking scene. According to them, any consensual, risk-aware spanking session is going to have a therapeutic benefit. Of course. Just like all therapy, for it to count as spanking therapy, you have to go into it with the intention to move through something. Regardless of which definition you choose, spanking therapy is the use of spanking to create a sensation of release, explore power play and relinquishment, work through trauma, process negative emotions, and begin to understand your full potential. Okay. Well, that makes sense for therapy, but I'm still confused how spanking is therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to know? But Yeah, I do, actually. It says, who does it? There's a difference between slapping someone's rear end willy-nilly and spanking therapy. In other words, spanking therapy requires skill. Oh, we have to practice spanking people. Mm-hmm. So we have to do a lot of spanking. <laughs> <laughs> and it isn't a skill you learn while training to be a licensed marriage family therapist, for instance. Wouldn't that be fun? Go to your marriage counselor and be like... Okay, I want you to bend your husband over and give him a good whooping. <laughs> or, can you spank me, doctor? <laughs> It says, spanking therapy typically doesn't involve going to a credential or licensed therapist. So who do you go to? Usually a sex worker. Um, Well, 
we're not sex workers, but you can see a dominatrix. (laughs) (laughs) There's a plethora of incredibly skilled sex workers or dominatrixes who specialize in BDSM, some of who do full service work and some of who only do spanking. So a session with the dominatrix will typically cost between two to four hundred dollars for the scene or for the for the hour, and insurance won't cover it. Aww. Oh, your insurance won't cover you get a spanking. Oh, no, no Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh. <laughs> so if that's, but it's well worth the money. It is, <laughs> but if it's not in your budget, Moore, um, who wrote this article, recommends finding a skilled spanker through FetLife. Oh, mm. FetLife again. Again. Now it does say But we talked about FetLife and finding fake doms and fake dominators, so be careful. Yes. Oh, and that was the next... Look at that. Look at there. You take the words right out of their mouths. Right out of their mouth. I take things. That's what I do. You do, don't you? Out of mouths, too. Mm. (laughs) Sometimes I put things in mouths. (laughs) (laughs) This is just be careful and use your common sense. John, do you have common sense? I don't. That's in short supply lately. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So, social distancing protocols permitting, sex parties are another great option. Oh, wow. Okay. To find out how to get into and where to find a party near you, ask your local sex shop employees. They're usually in the know. That's not usually where I find my information. Well, you know, our local uh, a local shop, actually, Risque Moments, had referred people to come and oh, see yeah. us. Oh, yeah. I went down know? there and I... Went in, and I said, I'm getting some toys, I'm going to a party. They're like, oh, you're going to Mia's party? I'm like, yeah, actually. Ah, <laughs> I'm <surprise>. Master John. <laughs> How are you doing? She's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I know Mia. And so, Isn't that fun? Yeah, we know the girls down there. Um, and, you know, and also, like on the Swinger site, they have a lot of parties. They have a lot of hotel takeovers. You know, oh, yeah. if they're not in, I mean, not all of them are into BDSM, but a lot of them are. Right. And, you know, and they do scenes like that, so why not? Yeah, and that's a good place to learn and ask questions, for sure. Local munches. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do anything at a munch, but it's a good place to meet people. Sure. Yeah. So, we always promote getting to know people in the community. Absolutely. It says the best part about a sex party is you can watch someone who you want to spank and someone that wants to spank you. Yeah. Hmm. There's plenty of people who want to spank. <laughs> You know, I know we have a little scene, well, we had a lot of scenes planned, but specifically, I have two gentlemen that actually want to come, they want to be put on the crosses, they want to be put, displayed in front of people, and they want to get spanked. Okay. So, you know, more power to them. Well, I've got some whips if they want to get whipped. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We're talking about therapy today. We are talking therapy. Be serious, John. What? (laughs) I am always serious. This is my serious face. Listeners, look at my face right now. It is so serious. <laughs> See, they know. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so. Um, if you're already familiar with BDSM scene, word of mouth is a great research, resource. Kingsters are a gossip, gossipy group. Yes, they are. Mm, we love. statement. We love to talk. You know. <laughs> If you do a good job, they love to talk about you. We went to a party last this last weekend, and we got there, and I knew two people. Yeah. But I walked in, and everybody knew me. Oh, my God, it's John. It's John. It's John. Fifteen True. people. Oh, my God, it's so good to meet you. You're John. I'm like, yeah, I am John. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
because those two people that we knew went around telling everybody who we were. It was great. So it also says, let a, a few know that you're in the hunt for some therapeutic tushy spanking. Tushy spanking. And word will spread. So, John, <laughs> with these 15 people, did you tell them you needed a tushy spanking? <laughs> no. What I told them was, I'm about to do a fire scene if there anybody wants to come watch that. And then I made a big deal about it and made, <laughs> made a lot of noise. And everybody turned around and watched me do my fire scene. So, But we went to a party a couple weeks ago at another friend's house. And there was somebody there that had three or four girls lined up to get spankings. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Did a fire scene there too, though. Yes, you did. Yeah, I always. I, I, I'm an attention whore. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm at a party and I have my fire, people are going to watch. That's an I'm going I'm to make them watch. I'm like, y'all look at me or I'll light your ass on fire next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay. what else is next? So why are people interested in it? Spanking has a reputation as being all about pain and punishment. You know, as a kid, I didn't want a spanking. I had a lot of spankings. I've had two by fours broken on my butt. You know, I don't want a spanking. But this says spanking can be incredibly erotic, freeing, and powerful when done in a controlled and consensual environment. When you're feeling flattened by life, Spanking therapy can be a way to remind you of the fullness of your humanity and the joy of life. It can bring you back to your inner fire. Ooh, fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so why are people into it? Because those are some pretty damn powerful feels. Very much so. People like the feels, you know? <laughs> I've, I've been in sessions with, with partners and submissives that you can't spank them hard enough. They just keep being bratty, and this last weekend we were at the party again, and I had a sub up on the cross, and there were two of us topping her, and all she could say was, well, I know John didn't hit me because John doesn't hit as hard as anybody. Everybody hits harder than John, and I got, she, t- she wrote me back last night and said, I still have the marks from the dragon tail. I appreciate it. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's what you get. Exactly. John doesn't hit hard, and yeah. I wasn't, and I didn't come up there and just hit her as hard as I could, but I did show her. That I don't need to hit her hard. We've left some marks. She was happy about it. She's a mouthy little sub, isn't she? She is mouthy. You know how to shut her up? You pull her hair and put your hand around her throat. She shuts up real quick. I bet. (laughs) Spanking, though. We're talking about spanking. Yes. So it says, what's the point? Depends on the spanky's objectives. It can provide a number of things, including stress relief, pleasure, power or relinquishment of power, and trauma processing. How spanking has these effects come down to the release of feel-good endorphins and hormones such as oxytocin, dopamine, and adrenaline. Yeah, we talked about that before, about subspace. So it becomes a stress relief because all those chemicals are released and it's almost like getting high. Um, A lot of people find pleasure. associate pain with pleasure. We've seen a lot of people that the more pain, the more fun they're having. The one at the bottom, trauma processing, that one, you know, can be a little confusing for some, but I do understand that there's things that happen in your life that you have to put yourself back into that headspace to be able to remember what happened or to process what happened. And we've talked about my journey through some of that and some of the things that I, that I did to get through my journey that I wouldn't recommend to a lot of people, but you know, if 
if you have some abuse and you and this is the way to get to the headspace to process that abuse, a lot of people get there that way too. And we've had we've had people in the dungeon uh, that we've taken to subspace and they process some things. So it's 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 always interesting to see what happens to the person when they get to that that place and to be able to help them through that. So, is it always sexual? Well, it should be. <laughs> of course it should be. But it's The answer not. is no. <laughs> there is intimacy there, of course, but it isn't necessarily sexual. So, we've talked about in- the difference between sex and intimacy before, right? Sex is an intimate act, but intimacy is more about trust and, and connection with the person. Okay. You don't go to see your physical therapist because you want to have sex with them. You see them for a specific kind of release. So even though the exact same kinds of contact and touch could be sexual in one context, during the therapy session, it's not. Really, though, it comes down to your individual definition of sexual and sex. Does spanking feel like sex to you? Does sex only occur if there's genitalia contact? Is spanking sex if the spanky is bare-bottomed? These are all questions spankies and spankers will have to contend with for themselves. Spankies and spankers. <laughs> Love it. I'm a spanker. <laughs> of course you are. Not a spanky. <laughs> you spank it all the time. I, okay, I'm a spanky too. <laughs> Putting some of this in the spank bank right now. <laughs> okay, so it says, how is it done? Ooh. Most of the time, the bum is the only part of the body spanked during a spanking therapy session. Why? Because it's fleshy as fuck. <laughs> How do you spank someone's tush? Think about each cheek as being split up into four different quadrants. Okay. The lower innermost quadrant is the most sensitive. Yes. This is where the spanker will aim for the greatest response. But you need to get the bottom and body a chance to warm up to the sensation first. In fact, more people say if someone doesn't warm up from you from this first, it's a red flag to get out. You know what? I've never thought of it as four different quadrants. But thinking about it, when I warm someone up, yeah. especially on the cross, and I'm doing my, usually my warm-up consists of flogging. Sure. And I'm, I'm coming, bring the swings down. So it's getting that top quadrant. And then I start reversing the direction so it comes up from the bottom and I get that still get that bottom outside quadrant. So I'm doing this without even thinking about splitting it up. I'm actually already doing that. Yeah. I don't ever go for the inside and close to the thighs until the end when they're already warmed up. Because yeah. if you start there, they're going to jump off the cross and punch you in the face. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it says, do you use your hand or if you're new to the spanking, should you start with your hand? Hmm. Depends. You're not yeah. going to hit them hard and leave welts with your hand on the first swing. I wouldn't think so. No. So as you become more advanced, you can invest in paddles, which will offer different sensations. For example, a silicone paddle, stingy, while a wooden paddle, thuddy. We hear those words often used. Yeah. We really do. It's it's a typical thing. People will ask, do you like thuddy? Do you like stingy? Right. Um, the rhythm is the most important part. The speed can vary, but you want the, the spanker to get into some sort of rhythm. I think we were talking about that before. We do that with the floggers a lot. Absolutely. Not really. I hadn't really thought about it with the paddle. Canes, I do. 
Canes will be a rhythmic. You hit them pretty softly. Yeah, just build it's up. methodical. Yeah, like we were talking. But about. with a paddle, I usually that comes. It's not really a rhythm, a paddle or a bare hand. It's more of a surprise. Very true. Yeah. So, John, what should you expect with professional? Ooh, Ooh everything we just said. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, all sessions should more or less follow the same general structure, okay? And scene negotiation. What are you hoping to get out of the scene? Any physical limitations or injuries you may have. Verbal and nonverbal safe words. Whether you'll be bare-bottomed or not. And how you want the scene to end. So you're going to negotiate the scene before you do it. And we talk about that all the time. All you don't, the time. You don't have to be professional to negotiate a scene. Everyone no. should be doing that. No. But if you're going to a professional and they don't negotiate the scene, you should automatically know that they're not a professional. Absolutely. The more you communicate before the scene starts, the more likely it is that you'll get what you want out of the scene. See, there's that common sense thing again. Mm-hmm. If you talk about what you want, you're probably more likely to get what you want. All right. Next. The spanking session. Surprise, this is where the aforementioned aforementioned therapeutic magic happens and that's it the middle part is you get spanked right (laughs) and then the end is your aftercare bdsm speak for pillow talk you know what there it is it is pillow talk it's pillow talk that's that's why we haven't been able to articulate guys don't need it women love it just kidding After involves checking in with each other and sitting in mutual space after you both come down from the hormonal rush the scene can create. This is also known as subdrop, which is what something we talked about in the last couple episodes. All right. Now, Mia, how can you do it with a partner instead of a professional? Well, once more for the peeps in the back, spanking requires skill. And to be blunt, your boo probably doesn't have that skill yet. Right. So just as you wouldn't go into the talk therapy with your partner, it's best not to try spanking therapy with your partner. So you can do it with your partner, sure, but if you're seeking a stress relief or pleasure, but you both have to be willing to learn, you have to spank, you have to spank safely, you have to communicate effectively, and you have to construct a scene. Mm-hmm. One of the best ways to learn is, you know, hire a dominatrix who specializes in spanking to teach you. They'll be able to, you know, teach you techniques, including where the bum is safe to spank, how to start a spanking session, how to spank someone using a device like a paddle. Right. You don't want to hit them on the tailbone with a paddle and break the tailbone. Not at all. And, <laughs> and you know, what I've noticed before when we've had these, you know, little events where we've had, you know, just a few people over... You know, we did that birthday scene, and immediately people start in, and they they go hard. You don't start hard. No. You know, it became brutal very quickly. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) whoa. Right. That wasn't therapy at all. That was not therapeutic. That was, I'm going to beat your ass. She enjoyed it. Yeah. But that's because that's what she likes. That's absolutely correct. So for somebody who's completely new to the scene, and they want to try to experience it for the first time, you start off very slowly. You know, you ask questions even at the very beginning. You talk about everything. And, you know, there's even times when we're in the scene that we do stop and say, hey, you feeling okay? You know, do you like it? 
You know, is it hot, cold? What do you want to do with it? You know, I think at the very beginning, if you kind of talk about expectations and, you know, what exactly you want, obviously there's there's better communication. But. Right. You have to talk about things like what implements do you want to use? How hard do you want me to spank you? Definitely. Where do you like to be spanked? What areas are too sensitive? Do you have any injuries? Uh, what are some warning signs I need to look out for? You know, you're with your partner and you just start spanking and it can go awry very quickly. And sometimes the, the spanky doesn't want to tell the spanker, hey, you're not doing it right or I'm not enjoying this. Where if you're with a professional, someone that you don't know, you can tell them exactly what you like and talk through the session. And they kind of know already what they're doing. You know, when I was learning, I had to have a, several times stop the scene and say, hey, you're hitting me in the wrong place. I want you to hit lower. I want you to hit both cheeks at the same time. You know, and it just takes time and practice to learn how to do those things. So it is difficult to have an intimate partner. And sometimes... Your intimate partner doesn't want to do what you want them to do. Very true. They don't want to hit you that hard. They don't want to hit you in those places. You know, some people want to be slapped in the face, but their spouse doesn't want to do that to them. Or they want other things. They want to be dominated in a way that their spouse doesn't feel comfortable with doing to them. So they, so they reach out, you know. And you know what it says specifically, too, is if you want it done for a therapeutic purpose, go see a dominatrix because... You know, say, you know, John Smith just comes up and John Smith says, um, you know, I want a therapy session with spanking. And, you know, we have a gentleman who specifically comes for that. And, you know, he brings us different paddles that he makes. And, you know, he'd rather be spanked with a, a wooden paddle than leather straps. Um, but, you know, he varies. It varies from time to time and just it varies from individuals. And I think that if you're with a partner that you know, for example, in a relationship with, you know, you might be in a situation where it's kind of like you're thinking of completely something else, like paying the water bill, and <laughs> you can't really focus on what the fuck you're doing. So <laughs> well, you know, the I like the point, same point you're making. You wouldn't go to, you wouldn't ask your partner to be your therapist. No. If you're going to go talk about your problems and things, you don't want to talk about that to your partner. You might go to your, part, your therapist and talk about sexual fantasies and things that are bothering you or you're trying to work out that you don't want to talk to your partner about. And it's the same thing. You want to come do this thing, but you maybe don't want it to be sexual. Your partner it wants to do this thing with you and they want to make it sexual and that's going to ruin the therapy. Because because now it's not therapy, now it's sex. So, yeah, there there's a, always there's a lot of good reasons that they give here to to seek out a professional. Yeah, it says sex parties are also an option. Many advanced spankers will be pleased to have an opportunity to show off their skill. You and your partner can also take a more well classic approach to learning. Read the book The Pleasure Mechanics Guide to Erotic Spanking. Or watch spanking tutorials. Or attend a spanking 101 class at your local sex shop and or dungeon. You know what? Yeah. We should have a spanking class. We should. At our local dungeon here. We should. I agree <laughs> to that. And we have a party coming up. Maybe we have a spanking demo at the party. I agree. That'd be good. 
That would be very good. We have some people come in. We have some vendors coming that sell implements. Maybe they can do a demo for us. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can do a demo for us. Uh, maybe, maybe you can do one. Oh. You were talking about the quadrants of the ass. <laughs> Nobody wants me to do one because I will light you on fire. I'm going to get a fire cane and whoop your ass with some fire. No, you see you, how therapeutic that is. You know is. what you would do? You would, say, you would say, you know what? The ass is broken apart into five quadrants. There's the upper on each side. There's the lower on each side. And then there's the asshole. And then there's the hole. That's where my tongue goes. Now spread them open. There you go. Now there I'm going to show you some therapy. There you go. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, God. So it concludes. Oh, we're concluding. Okay, good. Yes. Good. I yes. don't know if they can take any more of this. I don't think they can. <laughs> <laughs> we take something serious and just turn it into something outrageous. Though. We do. Well, we do. I, I do. You just put up you're with so, me. Yeah, I was going to say, you're such a sensationalist, John. <laughs> oh, thank you. I am sensational. Oh. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm a sensation. It says, where can you learn more, Mr. Sensation? Now that you've read to the bottom the article odds are you know whether spanking therapy is something you want to explore if it is tap your local or your global king community to learn more or check out the aforementioned books and tutorials or reach out to us and we can point you in the right direction absolutely yeah we can help you find the place oh well you you all know our website yeah come see us yes i'll spank your ass mirrayhot.com let's do it john until then Make all your fantasies become reality.